Hola and welcome to For the Love of Beer podcast. I'm Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend Mark Harley Johnson. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Hola, that's good morning. We were borderline buenos noches. Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> so, uh, or Buenos Tardes is at the moment. That's good afternoon. Oh, so that's but yeah, yeah, yeah. Buen venido. Or good, si or good evening. Bu- buen día. <laughs> Every bu- buen día. Yeah, it's good day. It's good morning. Let's come. It's usually in Argentina. Emiliano, good morning. Anyway. Um, anyway, for yeah. those of you uh, new to the show, myself and Mark are on a quest to drink 100 different beers from 100 different countries in accordance with our beer bucket list. Um, today is some extracurricular activity. Um, this is, this is uh, I would say, a um, something that, a beer that, that we just haven't, at the moment it's unavoidable. So we thought we would dedicate an episode entirely to it. Um, it's a lovely summer's evening. Um, so we've come out to one of Mark's locals to taste Madri Excepcional, which is um, a beer that that didn't seem to exist before coronavirus, and yet we've sort of re-emerged out into pubs, and this beer has just appeared and taken over out of nowhere. It's almost epidemic is corona extra which is now everywhere on draft <laughs> but it, it's like it's literally we came out of lockdowns and, and hibernation and whatever and all of a sudden this beer just turned up is there an explanation this for that? spanish i beer. mean i've not researched it so well i thought something was sus- suspicious about it because i thought i've never heard of this beer and it looks like it's a spanish beer but i was i was unconvinced that it was spanish you're going to tell me it's not, aren't Because you? I thought I would have heard of it. The guy on the, like the hipster looking guy on the label doesn't really look Spanish to be yeah, honest Yeah, well, well, ah, he is a Chalupo. What's one of them? Chalupos are like, a bit like um, Cockney Geezers of Madrid, but a bit more upmarket. So back in olden days, in like 19th century Spain, in Madrid, um, Chalupos would be very well-dressed gentlemen. Um, and then, sort of, in the modern day, it's now kind of a trendy sort of hipster type thing to hence the flat cap. To dress, yeah. yeah. So it looks a bit Peaky Blinders, but mm. it actually goes back further in, in Spain. So it does have tradición. So now the the thing behind the beer is it's a, it's a four point six percent lager. It's it's basically designed to be a like a, a summer type pint to try and compete with your Birra Moretti's, um that sort of thing. So that's what it's pitched as. Ah, so it's a Spanish Moretti. But the question is, is it Spanish? And the answer is, not really, but slightly. So this beer is actually the product of Molson Coors. So Molson Coors, the big Canadian brewery, okay. who make Carling for us right. here. And they've got breweries like... But I think the main ones in like they've got one in um, obviously Burton on Trent, which is where Carling and, and that is, and then they've got um, one in Yorkshire. I think it's Tadcaster. What do they make there? Cores. And this. Right. So, so Cores and Carling are two very shit beers, really. I, so I don't mind Cores as a as a bland. 
does a job it's bland. pint. It's bland. It's yeah, one of them. But I don't mind it. Um, so this is brewed here. It's not brewed in Spain. But it's created in conjunction with a brewery in Spain, a small Madrid-based brewery called, I think it's La Sangra. La Sagra. Which has only existed since 2011. Is this a bit like a Camden Hells type brewery? So, so it's kind of a bit like, yeah, it's kind of a, um, a smaller brewery out of Madrid. And, but this, this isn't their beer. Basically, they've worked with Molson Coors to create this beer, but they don't actually have any hand in the production. They just had a bit of a hand in creating it. Like the brand? Yeah, so things like... Well, they might have helped with branding, but but the, but generally the idea is, is is I think they've given them assistance to try and help them make... Um, to get the recipe and, and all of that and to create a sort of a, uh, a Mediterranean-style... Is it sold in Spain? Lager. It is, I believe, yes. Do they brew it themselves or is it brewed by Molson Coors? Again, I... I, I I get the feeling that it's brewed, it's predominantly brewed here. Mm, interesting. So if I was to go on my holidays to Ibiza this summer, I'm probably not going to be finding this, am I? It's still I going don't to be think you will. I don't think you will, yeah. And I, because I was, I was curious to find out more about this La Sagra brewery. And um, it's, it's a small brewery based out of Madrid. They do sort of like some craft beers and lagers and bits and pieces. But it is like, Say like a bit like Camden Town, but but smaller scale, but that that kind of a thing. So it's interesting because. But they don't have their branding anywhere on this. It's 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 it. You wouldn't know it was them, or they'd have anything to do with it. Done that on purpose, though. Yeah. Yeah. So they did have Moretti at this pub, the Red Cow Nantwich, that we're in now. But I'm pretty sure they've got rid of it and got this instead. So there you go. But it's to say it's different because I think Moretti's owned by Heineken, isn't it? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I feel I don't like really it is. Like Moretti either. It's one of them, they're trying like to make a premium market, and I, I don't really get the fuss. I don't particularly get the fuss with this either, to be honest with you. So, I was, so you've had this a couple of times, haven't you now? Quite a few, yeah. Whereas this, I've saved myself for this. Yeah. Because that's my commitment to you, the listener. That I've deliberately saved myself so that I could taste it for the first time and then really get my feelings on, on how I on how I feel about it. But so, I, it's a lot of commitment. I've come in with a slight sort of air of suspicion because I I, I just one I, I think it's really abnormal for a beer like this to just appear from nowhere. Mm. Um and two the fact that it was pitching itself as a Spanish beer which blatantly isn't Spanish. So it's from Tagcaster. I believe it's predominantly brewed in Yorkshire. Mm, nice. I mean it's just having first sip and stuff. I mean, it's pretty basic, you know. It's it's fine, but it's like it's a proper like five out of ten. It's not mind blowing. Straight at all, down is the it? middle, no. no. If someone's handing you a pint, you'll just you drink it. You won't complain. But would you? Well, you have the thing. You have. You've deliberately ordered it and drank it more than once. Yeah. Whereas for me, it, mm. there'd have to be a pretty shit arrangement of options for me to go back to this. Would there? See, I mean, yeah. it's all right. But it's not terrible. Yeah. But it, 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 it's, I it's, mean, a, it's a I'd, beer by I'd Focus Group. I'd take this over quite a lot. I'd take it over Carl, Carlin, Foster's, 
I'd probably have it over Heineken. Um, name me any others. Uh, to be honest, I'd probably have it over most of them. I'd, I'd prefer I'm not massively this. into it, but would you? I'd rather drink a Coors. No, I'd much rather have this. A Coors re- refreshes me more than that does. Interesting. I find Coors quite watery and it's one of your cheap, basic Foster's Amstel sort of era beers, isn't it? Again, I don't mind Amstel. Yeah, I don't mind it, but it's bottom end of the it's market. It's not elite, it's not, yeah. It's no, like, speaking know. of which, I was at an event last night at Old Trafford Cricket Ground in Manchester. The only lager they had on yep. was Amstel. Yeah. How much are you thinking for a pint? Uh, you're in Manchester. Uh, you're at a, you were at a gig, weren't you? We were at a gig, yeah. Was it good? It was all right, yeah. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Yeah, they were all right, yeah. Getting on them. Did they play, like, a lot of the old stuff, or was it mainly new stuff? Because I'm... A bit of a mixture of the two. Um, mm. Now, I'm not massively into the Chili Peppers. I went there because HQ was going. Um, apparently, they played a song, one of the, the big ones, which I, I knew about four songs there. So, yeah. anyway, they played this song that they've not played since 2004 live, so... We were part of history last night. I don't know which one it was. Don't ask me. Okay, price of the pint. I'm going to say £8.50. £6.40. That's not bad. I mean, it's not for great. An, for an Amstel, if you were coming into a bar, you think, fuck me, £6.40. But that's still cheaper than London prices. You're paying like seven. Yeah. You'd pay £7 a pint for that in London. What, even for an Amstel, do you reckon? I think so. People are moaning a lot about beer at the moment, and I know it's £5... Five pound a pint, but everything's expensive. You're paying five unless you're going in spoons. It's five pound a pint anywhere now. Yeah. And London, even there now, it's probably six or seven quid. And to be honest, in comparison, percentage-wise, that's probably not that much more expensive. I don't think London for beer at the moment is massively worse. I don't want to panic you, but there's an orange spider on this uh, umbrella, so I'm going to get rid of it for you. You're delightful. Thank you very much. Flick. And he's gone. So we're sitting out in the beer garden. Yes, so, I mean, this beer is kind of a bit what I thought it would be in terms of it's nothing special. Um, but it seems to have really captured the, like, here. It's yeah. absolutely mad. And it's spread like wildfire. And it's very much become, like, the the cool thing to drink that people are obsessed with. Just goes to show you what marketing does for a product, doesn't it? But that's the thing. They've hardly marketed it yet. It's just appeared. Apparently, they've got plans in the works for, like, multi-million pound advertising campaigns. They're going to really, like, promote the shit out of it. They're so gonna... they've not even started yet? No, not really. Not in the grand scheme of things. It's all, it's all getting prepped, ready to go. So there's going to be, like, a marketing onslaught, I think, later in the year to really push this out there. I think they're missing the boat, really. They should be doing it around now, when it's holiday time. Well, I mean, they've already got a lot of word of mouth because it's in so many bars. I mean, it's in 7,500 7, bars, and it's already the sixth best-selling world lager in the UK. So when you take out, like, your Carlings and whatever and you have, like, continental beers, this is number six already. Wow. It's, and like I say, it's just it's come from nowhere, absolutely nowhere. It literally just appeared after the... Pa- well, I say after, it's still going on, but, you know, once once the sort of pandemic's eased down. It was in shops first of all, wasn't it? I remember going in Morrison's yeah. and there'd be, like, box up on box of them. Maybe that's what sort of got people thinking, oh, I'll try something different, you know? But Molson Coors are really, are really putting the weight behind it. And they, ob- they obviously want this to take on 
It feels like it's trying to take on Moretti. I feel it's got like the same shape glass for a start. Hasn't it, it? Yes, yeah. it's very much aimed. It's the same shape glass. It's, I think, going for a similar, a similarish aesthetic. Um, I know you're not keen on Moretti, but I would much rather drink a Moretti than this. In terms of Italian beers, it's not, obviously we've had better Italian beers than Moretti. Yeah, but it's better than. We've got a Peroni, Peroni gluten-free looking at us. From yeah, the other side there's, of the table. there's a couple of empties at the end of our table. Peroni <laughs> Nastro Zero, gluten-free. Now, Nastro Zero we're not keen on. However, Red Label Peroni, which oh. is made for the Italians, is oh. much better. Yeah. Um, so don't drink Nastro Zero. Find Red Label Get if you can. Get the real one. Yeah. Get the real thing. Um, but it made me think about other, other, um, other Spanish beers. Yeah. Proper Spanish beers. So the bucket list one, we've never actually done, have we? For Spain? Yeah. It was San Miguel. It was San Miguel. However, or before that, actually. So I wrote down the main... Um, well, I, I regard as the main Spanish beers. So before this appeared. So it's um, Estrella Dam. Good shout, Estrella. Yeah. Yes. We um, have that on draft in another pub in town, actually. And they've got it in bottles here. Right. Estrella Galicia, which yes. are separate things. They're not the same brewery. They are, they are separate That's entities. That's the bluey sort of coloured one, isn't it? It's uh, different brewery. No, it's like it? black and red. Yeah, it's different. It's, it's brewed in a different part of Spain. So Estrella Dam is, is essentially Barcelona's beer. Okay. Estrella Galicia is brewed in Galicia. Right, okay. Spain, so they are wow. separate things. That's news to me. And you have Mahu, which is Madrid's main beer. Yeah, we have that on draft here as well. We've got loads of beers in Nantwich. And that's Mahu, like, Cinco Estrella, which is like five stars. Yeah. Um, so that's Madrid's main beer. And then San Miguel, which is probably the most popular one here, although Madri might be sneaking up on it. Um, but then when it came to San Miguel, I made a shocking discovery. Okay. It's not Spanish. What? So it was created by Spaniards, but not in Spain. It's actually from the Philippines. It originates from Manila. How has it ended up in Spain then? Well, it ended up everywhere because it became well, a yeah. big beer. So it's, it was made by the Spanish, but not in Spain. So it's not a Spanish beer. My mind is blown. My mind is blown. And also, it now causes me to question the integrity of the bucket list as a whole. That is a very good point. They clearly didn't do their research on they that, didn't. did they? But interestingly... Wow. Interestingly, so it's not a Spanish beer, even though it's invented by Spaniards. Yeah. It's actually technically more, more so belongs to the Philippines. However, it is now... The brewery is now owned... Um, uh, majority is owned by Mahu. Mahu owns 70% of San Miguel. So the actual the actual is listed as right. as um, Mahu San, uh, San Miguel. I thought some as well the, I assumed San Miguel was in Bevo or something like that. No. But, no. but it's not. It's owned by um well it's its ownership is technically so obviously Mahu are the are the biggest shareholder. But the ownership is 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 all based out of South Asia out of the Philippines. We've done a Filipino beer, haven't we? I feel like we have. I can't remember what it was. Wasn't it? Um, wasn't it Red Horse? That really strong, like eight percent. I can't um, remember. That. It was a bottled lager, 
and it was like rocket fuel. We drank it on a train. That was yeah, it was like seven percent. That was, it's that on was an episode. Problem. I'm sure we went on a train somewhere. So yeah, San Miguel, not Spanish. Here is a picture of San Miguel, uh, San Miguel, pale pilsner in the Philippines. There you go. And obviously, it's done very well a, for itself. A it's now beer. you know available worldwide, and obviously very popular in Europe. But it's not European. Wow, I know. So in a in a way, it's almost as phony as Madri is. I don't get it. So San Miguel, I'm going back about maybe sort of fifth. So hang on, right? So Philippines beer was Red Horse. Yeah, Red Horse. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Fuel, that stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, rocket fuel. So. About 15 years ago, going out to Ibiza, we'd been drinking right around town and all that sort of stuff. But San Miguel at the time was a premium beer. Mm. And around here, you were only getting your Carlin and Fosters and your, yeah. your cheap shit ones. Um, and then I remember we went went on an all-inclusive holiday and they had San Miguel on tap. And I look back now and I think, I bet all-inclusive hotels in Ibiza don't have a premium beer on tap anymore. Mm. Um, but you look back now, I, I wonder if the if that's the the beer market that's changed because they just have a cheap local brew on now. Yeah. And at the time, I think I sort of naively thought that that was a like the beer that all the locals drank. And maybe mm. they do. I don't know. I don't maybe think so. But then, they, but then they they obviously over time they've expanded where it's brewed. So it's yeah. not all brewed out of the Philippines now. Obviously, the, the original brewery and everything's there and the base there, but. Actually, it's like, you know, it's one of those that becomes a, you know, like a Budweiser or whatever, where it gets brewed all over the place. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, well, well. But the, going back to Madri, so the, the, the sort of the, I think the part of the phenomena is, I think, it, I mean, it's easy to drink. I think anyone, even if you're not a massive beer person, Anyone who's just sort of out on a night out, it, it's 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 going to do a job. I can see the appeal in terms of, and because I think because it's new, people are latching on to the fact that it's it's, it's new, even though and it's trendy as well. It's trend exactly, and it's momentum's building for it. To be honest, I couldn't have any more than two or three though. But it has it. But even though it's it's existed in a very very short space of time, it already has award-winning pedigree. A bullshit award, or is no. it a real one? So, World Beer Awards last year, it got a silver award. So, obviously, multiple beers win that award. Right. But it, it won a silver award. Um, and they, they dish it out in categories. They categorise it, don't they, for different areas. I different think, types of Interestingly, yeah, I think yeah. it won it for the UK, which tells you everything you need to know. It's not that it's, it's not Spanish. Yeah. It's, it's a British beer. Um, and the International uh, Beer Challenge awards it won a gold in that last year as well but i don't know as much about that as the world beer awards i'm not sure how that's structured or how that works but it, it, it won a gold in that i don't get it so it's clearly for you know even for the um uh let's say the more um discerning palette than ours mm. it seems to be ticking a lot of boxes and obviously molson core seem to be so confident that they're going to pump millions of pounds into promoting it when it's already hoovering up a pretty big market share I mean it's perfectly alright but it's just it, it's it's fine. run of the mill it very run of the mill yeah. but that's but when you look at the, the beers that are like the biggest selling beers in this country that's exactly what you have to be to be in that top bracket 
you have to be a run-of-the-mill white van man on, on trend type yeah yeah like carling is your ultimate you know white van man lager <laughs> but then when the but when that when that person wants something a bit more exotic they'll drink this even though it's essentially not far off the same thing so what are the other top selling beers i'm trying to google it now and i can't quite get it i'm trying to think of, off the top of my head because the list that i because it said it was in a news article i think it was in the manchester evening news someone like that where I got that stat from. But I tried to find the actual listing, but I couldn't get, I could only get the, um, all like, all beers. Yeah. So Carling was top by quite a margin. Is this lagers, I assume? Yeah, yeah. Right. So you have like Carling, um, and then you had... Uh, Foster's. Foster's. I think Moretti was in there. Yeah, number three. Um, yeah. uh, you had Peroni... Number five. Oh. Carlsberg's in there, I Dear think. Dear God, number five, Stella Artois. Stella. Number six. According to, hang on, I might be on a different thing here. But anyway, it's a different we... list. It's a different. If it's the one that I found, it's a different list because yeah. that incorporates UK beers. Yeah. Which this... technically this is, which is the thing as well. It's not a Spanish beer. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Carl in there. Why are people still buying that? Because it's this, it's there's so much of it. It's one of those things, isn't it? And for some people, I mean, it's generally priced at the lower end. Mm. And for for buying it in bulk, like like this weekend just gone. So where I live, we had our like our main sort of um, event of the year, which is a, we have like a um, it's called the Folk and Boat Festival. But there's no there's not a lot of folk to be honest. I don't like that many boats anymore either. <laughs> so it's basically like a, a sort of a music festival that takes over the town and all the different bars and spots and things all over all over the place. Just a big piss up, really. Isn't it? it is. Yeah. And main act was cast this year. I it believe. was. Yeah. I very nearly went. I was tempted, but I was just pissed off. They put the ticket price up so high. How much was it? Well, normally it was a tenner to get in because I went to see Lightning Seeds a few years ago and it was a tenner, um, and they were charging thirty quid. Whoa. Yeah. 30 quid wow and the other thing as well is so when you normally go in you have like a main stage type area and whatever yeah. and you have like your food stalls and all that yeah most of them have been fucked off outside so a lot of that is actually not even in there so you're just paying for the music now yeah, right? yeah. yeah. not that you were getting free food or anything before but but it makes it a bit more exclusive it feels a, yeah it's having, the, well, it should do, having all that in there with you yeah, yeah but yeah, so I didn't, I didn't go. I just went round the sort of the out, the outskirts of it. Mm, interesting. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. What yeah, was I getting right. at before that? It was. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember what I was talking about. I can't. Remember. <laughs> just, about where you live, and then I interrupt. Yeah, I can't remember what I was even trying to get to. No, maybe I'll come yeah. back to it. Yeah. Well, brainwave. <laughs> maybe at some point. Marjorie. Better or worse than San Miguel then. Which would you pick? I'd pick San Miguel. Yeah, I probably would. But you've had a soft spot for that for quite a while. Yeah, I think it goes back to my I be the holiday days. Mm. I always enjoyed it sitting by the pool. Would I drink this by the pool? Yeah, probably a good pool beer. I'd imagine. It's one of them that, 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 like I say, you wouldn't turn it away if it was given to you. Yeah. Um, And it's the sort of thing that, as a barbecue beer, it's fine. But you wouldn't, we wouldn't get it for 
if, if me or you were hosting the barbecue, we wouldn't have this in. I bet you people would bring it around, though. But people would bring it around. Yeah. Ah, that that goes back to my point. So, <laughs> Folk and Boat Festival. I remember now. So, um, you have like bars and stuff where you can get pints, but a lot of it's sort of open air type stuff. In yeah. like where there's available sort of fields and things, they'd put tents and things on there, and they'd have music and they'd have stalls or whatever. But what lo- what people would do was, was people that didn't want to go and queue up at the bars would bring in their own. And literally all you would see when you have like the, the crates or whatever, it was either Carling or Strongbow Dark Fruits. Oh, people are obsessed with dark it, fruits. But that's, that's, that is festival beer. Oh, God. Slash cider. That's, that's the only oh. two games in town when, when it comes to like young people. That's and that's what sustain. That's what sustains them. Oh. That's what sustains like a carling. Like because Copperberg for poor people, isn't it? It's just disgusting. Dark fruits. Yeah, yeah it's horrible stuff. Yeah, it's I can't grim. stand it. But people love it. Kids love Why? it. Why? I suppose it doesn't really taste like alcohol, does it? It's just that's the thing. Full of sugar and yeah, it's the Bacardi Breezer of its day. I miss Bacardi Breezer. Yeah. Have you tried? The new Smirnoff Ice Raspberry flavour. I haven't. Oh, you should try it. It's good. It's very good. It tastes like Raspberry Ripple ice cream. Oh, that's good. Beautiful stuff. Maybe we'll do an episode on it. Because I find the Alco Pops now, it's like... Because Al- Al- we had the sort of the golden age of Alco Pops when we just started drinking. Yeah. And then that sort of died off. And then yeah. all you were left with, really, was WKD, which is so, like, syrupy and sickly. It's a bit embarrassing drinking one of them. And it was, yeah, it was one of them. But, but you'd only ever drink it, or I only ever drank it, when, like, the club at the end of the night... Um, is where you go and have it because generally you could get two bottles of it fairly cheap yeah. and you'd basically double double park and then you'd, you'd, you'd do both of them um, rather than a pint and also having a bottle of something was always easier to navigate around the club than having a pint very good point it's just one of those things you just you just went with that instead it's easier to not get date rates as well so you can put your thumb in the top also that not that I really had to worry about that sort of thing at, well um, at you can't age. be too risky no I guess not I guess not <laughs> Uh, what about Reef? Does that still exist? No, I think Reef's gone. I think Hooch came back. Hooch, is Hooch still went back. away and came I've back. I've had a Hooch recently. Again, in Nantwich. We need to do a bit of a crawl around Nantwich. I think, I think Reef died and stayed dead. Disgusting stuff Reef was. Mm, For those that, very orangey, wasn't it? It's like drinking Sunny Delight with sort of vodka in it, but you yeah. can't taste it. I think Lemon Hooch is probably the king of the Alco Pops. Lemon like hooch, golden yeah. Era. yeah, a bit like toilet cleaner. But I quite like Bacardi Brut. There was a few flavours of because my mum used to like just um, always have them in. She'd she'd get all the flavours and she she really liked them. The breezers, the time, yeah, the breezer. Yeah, but it's nice light drink. Um, I remember enjoying quite a few of them. Reef still exists. Really? Yes, it does. On oh, hang on, on Amazon currently unavailable. No, that's that's gone. That's dead. Jackson. Yeah, I think so. I hope not. I might try and get hold of a couple. Do you want to... Um, when I was on the subject of those Spanish beers I was thinking of earlier. Yeah. So obviously Estrella Galicia brewed in Spain, Estrella Dan brewed in Spain, Mahu brewed in Spain, San Miguel obviously imposter, Madrid imposter. Yeah. However, uh, would you care to rank the beers? The ones that we've discussed? Yes. So rank the, f- rank the five. I'm not sure... I appreciate the difference between the two Australias, to be honest with you. Okay. And I'm not sure, thinking about it, I know one of the pubs in Nantwich has got one of them, and I'm not sure which one it is. It'll be damn... It's hard to get Galicia on draft here. Is it? Yeah. You can get it in bottles, and you can get it from... um, Sainsbury's do it, I'm pretty sure, and I think... 
Yeah, Waitrose do. do it as well if you're feeling a bit upmarket. Um, Australia Dam is the one more common. So the same pub does that and Mahu. Is it yeah. Mahu that owns Australia? Is that right, or is it? Mahu no, they own San. They own most of San Miguel. San Miguel. Interesting. Mahu is my favourite of the of the lot. I mean, I've had it, but I can't really tell you much about it to be honest with you. Um, followed by Galicia, followed by Australia Dam. I like all three. Australia Dam is one of my favourite basic pints. You know what? Like what this is. Yeah. What Madri is. Yeah. I just think Australia is just a better version of that. You'd, At least you'd pick that all day long. Yeah, because and for one, it's authentic. It's brewed in it's brewed in Spain. It's brewed in Barcelona. Its roots are there. It's made there, and it's exported. As a Brit, you'd like to think that you know our sort of drinking beer summer beer garden culture. Yeah. Spanish beers should be right right up our street, really. Yeah, yeah. So these should be some massively big hitters. But the irony honestly. is. Is that the two out of the five? The two that are going to have the biggest footprint here mm. are going to be San Miguel and yeah. now Madri. Neither of which are actually Spanish. That's really irritating. Mm. San Miguel, I'm devastated about. I thought I was drinking a really sort of native beer there. But but the thing with San Miguel though is that I, I, I was I was shocked by it, but I wasn't like disappointed because it's a bit like. Do you remember um, the beer from Namibia? This is this is a callback if anyone listens to all the episodes. The beer from Namibia, Windhook, Windhook, or whatever it was called. Yeah. Pretty average. Nothing special, was it? But that was... It was pretty flavourless, if I remember, right? Yes, but it was... Same night as Red Horse. It was. When we first drank it. It was. So, um, that beer um, was from Namibia, but the brewery was founded and the beer was created by Germans. It was, yeah. It was Germans that had gone out there and had started the brewery there. And they tried to make it to the the, the purity laws and the, and the and the parameters that German beer is made. Um, albeit it's not as good, but that's what they went for. So it is. It was. It was Germans basically trying to make a German beer in Namibia, whereas San Miguel is Spaniards trying to make a Spanish beer in the Philippines. Any so idea why they were in the Philippines? I don't know. I've not. Of? I've not dug into the the whole backstory. Right. But that, for me, is kind of like, even if I'd have known that at the time, that's quite an interesting story. Mm. Whereas this is basically a large, basically corporate beer company has basically said at a, at a you know, has had a meeting and basically said, we need, we need to create something that It is, doesn't look corporate though, does it? Is going gonna, is gonna to take on a certain sector of the market. They've then found a small, you know, a, a hipster brewery in Spain that they can attach themselves to, that they can basically say, help us design the beer, pay them a few quid. Um, and you know what? The end result isn't a terrible beer. It's not terrible. It's just there's nothing special about it. There's nothing exceptional about it. Um, it just it is what it is. But it obviously... it it clearly gels well with the general palate of the uh, of the British pint drinker. Do you reckon the ambassador would go along with it? No. See, now Absolutely not. Would, if he didn't know the backstory. No. The, ambas- the ambassador would take one look at that and go, why have I never heard of this? 
And then as soon as he sees where it's come from, he'd be like, no. Why would I serve a Spanish... A, a, a beer that's got a Spanish name that isn't Spanish? It's from Yorkshire. I mean, what if he has... What if he has, you know, dignitaries from Spain? It would be a big insult. Do you think the Spanish people know about our love for this beer? I think so, because I think... I think it is available there. I think you can get it there. It just obviously it won't have anywhere near the footprint that it does here. Mm. I wonder if it's brewed properly by the original brewery. No. I think is it not? Is no. It, so basically, I looked. I looked because I thought maybe they do this and maybe they, maybe they brew the version of this themselves. And we give they give us the recipe and all that shit. But they don't. But they don't. It is its own thing. So they're, they're drinking a Spanish beer that's brewed in England and then sent back to Spain. Basically. I mean, I don't know if they brew it elsewhere other than the UK, but I just, but I know it's not a Spanish beer. It is not brewed. I don't believe it's brewed in Spain. Mm. And if it's brewed in Spain, if it ever becomes brewed in Spain, it's not brewed by the actual, um, you know, microbrewery or whatever, the, the, yeah, yeah, the hipster yeah. brewery that helped create it. Mm. I think they've literally been in the design process and gone, there you go. And then taking the money, and then you know, which fair play to them, you know. And they, an get on, they get on with making their own more sort of hipstery stuff that that's a bit more cool. It's a bit bit of an untrustworthy beer, is what I'd say it is. I don't feel like I can trust it anymore. I can see why it's popular though, and it's it will continue, right. and it yeah. will continue to ascend. I'll drink it. I think I probably, I'd rather have this than Moretti because no. everyone drinks Moretti and. But that, but that's the thing. Then give see. it another year. It's going to be this, this is going to happen. Isn't yes, it? people are migrating from Moretti to this. Yeah. Which I prefer Moretti, and I would rather stick with Moretti. However, we're not like people just get married to a certain type of beer, don't they? Yeah. And they'll always drink that beer, and when they're in the pub, they'll they'll always drink. They'll have their favourite pint, and that's what they have. Whereas we are. Um, well, it's not promis- Hellas, is it? We're so promiscuous when it comes to our beer drinking. Yeah, aren't we? so we, we don't. It's not our general type, is it? We don't hit ourselves. This is, but no. this isn't really us. I mean, it's no. perfectly fine, but it's not our. It's not our usual type. It's not a blonde. It's more of a ginger. It's just there. But it's a bit a big, a big hit, and and I think it's here to stay, um, especially once all the ad campaigns sort of start grinding into gear. So if you want a barbecue beer. That's fairly relatively cheap. I mean, you could supply it. I wouldn't supply it personally, no. but and our listeners have 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 better taste. And, and I should and, imagine and they will. Yes, yeah. Our listeners have, you know, will 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 be want something that's more kind of more befitting of something that's that's more that's gonna that's gonna get more attention at a barbecue for one because you want a state you want something that makes a statement. Yeah, Kilmes. For example, now there is a statement. Makes a statement, doesn't it? Just bit pricey to buy in the quantity you require to stock for a barbecue, <laughs> but still, yeah, it's that sort of thing. Whereas this is is base. If you're not if you're not really fussy, or you've got you know you're not trying to impress anyone, then you get this in. If you go into a barbecue and you want someone else to supply the curlers, take some of this along. They'll be grateful anyway. What this is good for. Is if you're going to a barbecue, but you don't know the people there. Yeah. So if it's basically like, particularly like if my missus says, oh, we're going around so-and-so for a barbecue, and it's maybe someone she knows from work, and I have to bring something. 
I don't know what they're going to be like. If I bring them that, they probably won't be disappointed. Yeah. And they might actually... And it's an easy talking point. Isn't and, it? And, if, and if they're a bit of a dullard, they might really appreciate it. Very true. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> they saying They might not this... have been out in town and seen all the... I'm not saying this beer is exclusively for dullards, but a lot of dullards will drink it. <laughs> the beer of dullards. <laughs> That's still Carling. Carling has the crown there, but this is... Yeah, it's not It's not one for the... It, despite it's a watering pedigree, I would not say it's one for the connoisseur. I agree. And for people interested in beers of the world, um, this is very much a, just a, a avoid and move on because it's it just doesn't really have any real pedigree, heritage, history or anything interesting about it. I think, though, that now we've at least discussed San Miguel, mm. we can tick Spain off of the list. Well, yeah. yes, we, we did it right at the start, didn't we? We did. We the, summarised the, the basic ones the that supermarket everyone's already episode, had. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we've done it. Yeah, we've done Spain. I'd I'd highly recommend seeking out Estrella Galicia. Next time we go into White Horse, I'll have a look just to check what they've got in there. Because um, cause it it we bottled. It won't be draft. It'll be bottled. Um, but it is very good. And Mahu, I think, also is very good. They've definitely got that in there. They would be my holiday beers of choice if I were in Spain. They but also I... have Camden Hells in there. They've got a very good selection of beers. Camden's starting to... Spread its wings a bit, Spread its wings, yeah. Do you know what I find really affects it, though? Not a... Um, sacred Orchard, right next to us, serve it, but they don't have the proper glasses for it, and I feel that it affects my yeah. view of the beer. Yeah, It does. It's got to have the proper drinking vessel with it. Agreed. Um, to be able to... To appreciate it properly, I think we're about to get accosted by a member of staff collecting glasses. Uh, sh- we should rate this beer, really. I can't believe we uh, didn't think of that to begin with. I think we should. Right. We're doing fingers. Let's do fingers. I think I already said what I was going to give it, but we'll just. I think it's a ritual, we have to do it. So. Yes. Right, you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Yeah, five. Both give it a five. I, I just, totally agree. I can't even dispute it. Right yeah. down the middle, um, bang average. I wanted to hate it. I really wanted to hate it, but I can't. But having said that, I can't you really can't love, it, either, love it or really like it that much either because it's 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 a soulless, mass <laughs> mass produced lager pretending to be something that it isn't. Yorkshire. Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd, I'd rather it was just, uh, you know, just some sort of. I mean, he's got the flat cap on, so I suppose that's kind of Yorkshire. But I'd he rather needs a pipe was, though and yeah. a whip it. Yeah, it does a bit. Um, right, uh, socials. Where can people find us? At FTLOB Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you can help us source any of our remaining twenty beers, we'd really appreciate it. One of the friends of the show, Matt. Has now steamed ahead of us. Well, only by one beer. And I'm really quite annoyed about it. <laughs> We've been ahead of him for the whole lot of this now, and he's caught us up and overtaken us. Yeah. Uh, we've got some ground to catch up now. We've got a couple of leads, actually. Yeah, there's a couple of promising leads, but yeah. I mean, it's. It, yeah, it, it, it's hard going at the moment. It yeah. is difficult. But fingers crossed. At some point, we'll have some more bucket list stuff for you. In the meantime, we'll be back with um, some extracurriculars. Um, I, just a little tease. I've got. I was recently in Germany um, for a week on a on a business trip, 
and uh, I've got some beers linked to that, which we'll do some extracurricular stuff on. Looking forward to them. And another beer, I can't remember where it's from, but the name alone just made it a can't miss opportunity. So, we'll <laughs> it's be Greece. Is it Greek? It was a... Okay, it's Greek. Yeah. Right, uh, but we won't say any more than that. Uh, right, okay, we'll be back uh, at some point in the next couple of weeks or so, and uh, thanks again for listening. Bye bye. All I wanna do is drink beer for breakfast.